0: How many shows have I done on EMFs and the dangers of EMFs? This episode is not really about that. Although we review the dangers of light and EMF, but this was about solutions that I never heard of even testing how we test ourselves and the effects of electromagnetic frequencies on our bodies. This gentleman is, he has a solution like no other wait till you hear this episode. As a matter of fact, He is going around the country and has a team that will come in to your home, test it, test you, and also bring solutions to the problem. And let me tell you something. I I have to say this as a motivating factor. You want to change your life and your world and your health and your healing. You DEMF your bedroom. But it's trickier than you think. So on this episode, you're going to hear how to do that. And you're going to hear some things that even though I'm here, I've learned. Uh, on this episode, myself. So, this is a great one. You know, no doubt uh, this is an episode that you're going to want uh, to take a lot of notes because this is a life changer. I'll see you on the episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Cellular Healing TV. I'm Ashley Smith, and today we welcome
1: Brian Hoyer, who is a nutritional therapy practitioner geobiologist and EMF shielding expert. He founded Shielded Healing with the
0: goal of helping modern humanity recreate electromagnetic environments that more closely mimic the historic human habitats of our ancestors. He now has a trained team of professionals that tour all over the country, helping people build customized protocols to create these healing spaces in their homes. And he is offering it to our Cell TV audience as well. So please check out the show notes to find out more information about that. This is an exciting episode, so let's get started and welcome Brian Hoyer and Dr. Pompa to the show. This is Cellular Healing TV. All right. Well, I'm, I'm here with Brian Howard. Gosh, Brian, this is a topic that I'll tell you, uh, it, it, this is overdue. And it's not your fault. Maybe it's ours. Where have you been? Uh, <laughs> I mean, honestly, I mean, this EMF thing is a, is a big deal. It's becoming a bigger deal. And as people's buckets are filling up with stressors today, neurotoxic and emotional and all kinds of things. EMF is this, uh, this new thing that's overflowing people's buckets and people are realizing it's what's making them sick, keeping them from sleeping, feeling well, losing weight. I mean, I can go down a list of symptoms, but I think what makes you so unique is what's been missing. And that's why I'm saying where have you been is because I've interviewed a lot of people on this topic, but everyone really comes down to, I just need someone to come in and fix my home and fig- figure my situation out right and that's what you do which we're gonna we're gonna talk about so welcome to Cell tv
1: oh great to be here
0: yeah yeah <laughs> no this is a great topic so well you know look we get so many people who are listening or viewing for the first time so let, let's um let's jump right into it uh you know as far as giving them a review on what is this emf problem why all of a sudden is this an issue and then we'll talk about where some of these huge exposures are that are really making people sick.
1: Yeah. Well, I think when, when you get into the health world, you really kind of start to understand that a lot of our illnesses are modern illnesses, things that we've only had really chronically the last 100 years, maybe a little over 100 years. But it's kind of exponentially increased uh, in the last 50 or so years. And you know, kind of in the same line that modern medicine has taken off, and you got the you got big pharma and and this this whole different paradigm uh that's in contrast to a more natural, holistic perspective. And it's no different with this elect these electromagnetic frequencies. You know, we from an ancestral perspective, we have not haven't had these type of exposures before 150 years ago. There was nothing. Yeah. So um, our ancestors, they, their bodies and our bodies are essentially the same. And they were not exposed to any of this pulsating electricity that Nikolai Tesla invented. That's what we have now in all of our homes is this alternating current, they call it AC, mm-hmm. pulsating electricity. Our body doesn't know what to do with these pulsations, but it does react to them. And you just think about, you know, with, uh, with just general electricity, Uh, that's surrounding us all all day long while we're in our homes, all night long while we're in our beds. Mm -hmm. And that's pulsating at 60 times per second, 120 pulsations back and forth per second. And that's contracting our muscles. That's making it so we can't get true rest. It's causing calcium to flood into the cells. And it's causing all of these metabolic and physiological responses that our body is perceiving as a stress response.
0: Yeah, Martin Paul talks about the calcium influx, and really, and before uh, you know, he was talking about EMF as a causative factor. I know Martin's work, and he talked about how chemical sensitivities, sensitivities in general, are driven by this calcium influx. And I think some of his later work was showing that um, EMFs drive this problem, and it's creating a lot of these sensitivities that we're we're seeing in people. You know, where are some of the big exposures coming from in the house because you have a different perspective on this because you're actually going into these homes and Mm -hmm. like measuring this stuff with some of the highest tech stuff to measure. I mean, I have my device, I find it, but what are you finding?
1: Well, what I've found is actually in, you know, has been a little bit different because I'm a nutritional therapy practitioner and I I started off in this as a practitioner and wanting to help my own clients uh, get better. And so I was approaching it more from uh health of the human body rather than just measuring things from a more electrical engineer standpoint, which is what a lot of the people in this profession, they're more come from the electrical side of it, but I'm coming from the health side of it and wanting to see results with, you know, things like leaky gut, is your digestion getting better? How's your sleep? All those questions, like how is your general zest for life and how do you feel every day? And so... What I'm looking at is, uh, I was trying to find different ways that like most of the people out there are out there measuring the air, mm-hmm. I wanted to measure the impact on the body. And so every single type of EMF that we have, I've found a way that we can actually measure the body for wireless frequencies, for dirty electricity, for electric fields, that's something that they've always been measuring the body, like with a body voltage meter. but. Just to kind of give an example here, I'm in my shielded house. We have the whole house shielded here, so I'm no, I don't have very much radio frequencies, but there still is a little bit. And when, we, when I measure that with this antenna, you can kind of hear when I touch this, you can hear actually some radio frequencies. Now I don't have my windows shielded over here. So this is measuring the body as an antenna, and it's kind of creepy and it doesn't sound very very nice but uh there's you know we we basically take all of this equipment and we're measuring okay what's coming in from outside the home and it's usually cell phone towers, radio towers, television towers, all these pulsating wireless signals, and then also what's in the home so we find you know there's six different stressors that we're testing for there's Wireless frequencies that are coming from all the towers, plus the wireless devices in the house. And then there's the electricity that's in the walls. Most of us have unshielded Romex that's in the wall. That's all the wiring. And that's actually emanating from the wall and coming onto your body in a, in a measurable way.
0: And, and by then, the way, is, is that kind of what you were measuring there? I mean, so what What? like explain that a little bit more. I. I I want you to continue your thought there, but I, I, I want to go back yeah. I, because I I didn't fully understand what that meant.
1: Right. So when you measure the body as an antenna, you just think about like when you were younger and they had the actual television stations with the little bunny ears. Right. Yeah. And yeah. you could. And it was like all staticky. And so you have like your little brother get we up would and hold them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You hold to the antenna. You so say, we, okay, we'd, but, we'd wrap them in aluminum
0: foil even and like and make them longer and bigger and then hold them, right?
1: Exactly. Yeah. So you, you picture that. And that's, you know, because the reason that the, the reception gets better is because your body's a little bit conductive and all those frequencies are, are you're able to increase the surface area of the antenna. So what we've done with these meters is we've, we've made it so that you can increase the surface area of the antenna, and you're getting a true reading of what the body is being exposed to from all different angles.
0: So let, let's say if you were in um, the average helm, what would it, have, would it have given you? Is there a reading on there, or is it just the noise? Or what, what?
1: Yeah, yeah. Some of, them, some of the meters we have, it's the noise. Others, it's an, there's an actual reading that comes out, like this one. I mean, I can put it right up to the... Uh, okay, yeah. There's an actual reading that comes out. And so we want to see it around 30 or less. And okay. this is in my shielded house. So it's pretty, pretty low, but we're also getting that sound that's right. coming off of it. Yeah. So, so
0: you're measuring the body and so you're getting the home, you know, the sleep space, whatever it is down below 30, right. Or somewhere around that number. And, and then that's a safe place, correct?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And obviously the lower, the better. Sometimes in places where it's extremely high, like, like you know, in, in uh, the inner city and in some of these high rise condos that we've, we've tested in New York or LA or, yeah, what or whatever. The,
0: what do people measure in those places?
1: Oh man. So, sometimes it's maxed out the meter. It's going over 10,000.
0: Okay. So I mean, how are they sleeping? I mean, do, I mean, do they have normal health? Can you have normal health at that, at that level?
1: Well, I think what, what happens, there's a lot of people that can't sleep. Uh, some, some people have various symptoms, night sweats, ringing in the ears, just general restlessness. But for, for a lot of people, it's the same as any stressor. The body goes into this high wow. cortisol mode. And so you kind of have this numbing down of, all, of a lot of the symptoms that, that some other people might normally be like, oh, my gosh, I can't sleep in this area. It's it's way too stressful. There's something going on here that's well, yeah, stressing you know, my and I now. give an
0: analogy of your, your bucket. You know, it's like your stress bucket. Once it gets super full, you know, a little bit of EMF, you could have someone at 70 or 80 or 100, and they're spilling over, right? Because yeah. they just can't take that. But you know, if someone, you know, doesn't have as many other exposures throughout their life and bioaccumulate those exposures in their stress bucket, they can handle more. Not that it's right. good for them because eventually it could throw them over the you know the edge there. But so okay, how, can you purchase one of those? Can we buy one of those units?
1: Uh, these two units that I have are this one's three thousand dollars. It's from Austria. Damn. And and then this one is actually more affordable. It's around uh, five hundred dollars, but uh, it comes from Germany. And there's only one website that that sells it uh, called Priggin. But he has a really hard time transferring money and, and working out. He's like a very small business. So I've, I've had a, even a hard time getting them myself for, for my team. Yeah. Um, but yeah. but those, are, those are the wireless measurements for the body that I think is very important to, yeah. to measure it that way rather than just measuring the air. Because you think about a meter that's just measuring the air. It's just that little antenna which has like, you know, maybe a thousand times less surface area than your body. And so you don't really get a true picture of what's going on. And my goal is to get people down to what I consider to be a more ancestral environment. So they're free of that stress. We can rule that out as a, as a factor in what's uh, preventing them from getting healthy.
0: Uh, you know, here's a question because there's a theory that um, Klinghart and maybe some others have you know, said. People with high heavy metals, even metal in their body, so to speak, are they more conductive? You're able to actually measure it now. So do you find that you could, you know, have, you know, Joe right next to you and be higher than you because he's more conductive for multiple reasons, whether it's high heavy metals or just metal in his body?
1: Yeah, I, we have measured a few people that have been measuring higher, even though they're a smaller person, which is really interesting. Because usually it's the, the larger the person, the bigger antenna they are, and also the more hydrated you are because you are measuring the skin. But there's been a few people where we've tested and they said that they know they're high in metals various types of metals and Mm -hmm. they have been higher. Um, These things do vary from one location to the next. So it's, it's really hard to, um, Mm -hmm. you know, factor in all those variables. Like you have to stay in the exact same position and and that sort of thing. So it'd be, it'd be kind of hard to test that. But in theory, anybody that's anything that's more conductive, if you have more conductive tissues, it's going to actually penetrate deeper into the body and, and not just be on the surface area. It's going to actually get, Into the tissue more easily.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, when I do a measurement here, you know, they say over 0.5 starts cellular damage, DNA damage, right? And you know, and again, I mean, ultimately, it's how much of that are you conducting, um, which matters more. Okay, so let's go back. Let's let's talk about you enter into um, someone's home, right? What's walk us through what that looks like and you end up leaving there with a prescription. Here's what you need to do to get yep. your levels to where your life will change. Talk about that.
1: Yeah, so we're, we're measuring six different types of EMF, and there's, there's never one solution that fixes all of your EMF problems because it's all based on real physics. There's ways to block wireless frequencies that are different from how you block electric fields that's also different from how you block or take care of Magnetic fields or dirty electricity, and so I'm just listing all these things. And then there's also geopathic stress—that's a—that's a type of radiation that comes up from the earth. Mm-hmm. So um, the last—the last thing that we measure for is artificial light. So we have a flickering light that we measure with a flicker meter, and then we're also looking at the spectrum of light in the house and seeing if it compares to what's wow, outside. Yeah,
0: that's a big deal too. I was going to ask you about that actually. Yeah, because. Like I keep all my lights off in here, but I also have just incandescent lighting in my house, right? I mean, the, there's some that are way up high. I don't even turn those on, but uh, we use lamps with incandescent bulbs.
1: Yep. Yeah. So even what, what we found is that even incandescent bulbs, if, if, especially if they're a lower wattage, they are still flickering quite a bit. Hmm. And so we found, you know, that a combination of higher wattage incandescent bulbs – uh, and some some special LEDs that have a more full spectrum that have this uh, driver in them where, the, where it doesn't flicker. That works really well. Do so you have those
0: brands? I mean, what are some of those brands? Can we buy them? You have to buy them online?
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm actually getting ready to come out with like a, a little book that has a review of all the different brands that, that we're recommending now, and we'll have that available uh, in probably a couple of weeks here. But it's, it takes a long time, and sometimes, like I've, I have a few of the good bulbs, what I consider to be good bulbs, and I plug them into this fixture over over here in my kitchen, and I wired that, and I can't, I still am trying to figure out why when I plug the bulbs into there, that fixture, after about five minutes, they start to flicker, like with my meter, and you can't see it, you, right. you can't see the flicker, but this meter picks picks up, it's very sensitive. So it's, I mean, I can show you a little bit here how this works. But this is from an incandescent bulb. This is that LED. It was an incandescent bulb. Whoa. But LEDs are typically worse than incandescent. These are special I, I, types of LEDs. I was
0: just going to say that. I thought LED were worse. But okay, it's a special kind of LED. And where did you Did you buy them online? What's the name of the
1: company? Yeah, the one company that, um, that I – that for these lights is called Waveform Flicker Free. Okay. And, uh, and then there's another one that has, like, orange and red that we recommend for nighttime that are sunlight, S-U-N-L-I-T-E. And they have to be the non-dimmable kind. Um, those, are, those are the main ones that we're recommending right now. I've got a few more that are kind of in the wings that I'm in the final stages of testing. Cause I have to, you have to test it from, you have
0: to test it
1: for, uh, sunlight. Okay. Yeah. And they have to be non dimmable. And there, that would be like the orange and the red colored ones.
0: Yeah, exactly. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Which would be good for your bedroom uh, to people that are listening to their point. Okay, so yeah. I mean, maybe we lost some people in the fact that, like, why would my lights flickering? And if I can't see them, why is that a problem? Explain why that, that's a problem.
1: Yeah, well, there, there's this old functional test that, we, that a lot of doctors used to use uh, for called the pupillary respo- response uh, test and what you do is you take a little flashlight and you you take it around the person's head and then you point it right at their right in their eye and you look at their pupil and if their pupil is pulsating yeah. then you you, can, you know that that person is in adrenal stress mm-hmm. well why is that pulsating happening when they have this this light in their eye it's because their eye is constantly trying to adjust and it can't do it, it doesn't have the resiliency the the robustness uh, to to be able to hold that constriction, to make it so the light's not, not as, uh, as blatant in, into, the, into the eye. So um, what's happening with all of these, You know, I, I kind of have this theory that I think that the reason that a lot of people do have that happening and a big stressor on our adrenals is that we're around this flickering light all the time, mm-hmm. especially people that are in offices. And your brain cannot perceive the flickering but your eye is constantly trying to adjust to it all day long. And so, you know, never before in the history of mankind have we ever had flickering light besides when we're in a stress response. Because the only time ancestrally you'd have a flickering light is if you're running through a jungle from a predator and there's sunlight going through the leaves, then you have a little bit of flickering going back and forth from the sunlight. But other than that, the sun is direct current it's it's yeah. constantly beaming down on you and there is no flicker to the sun whatsoever it's an incandescent light source it's based on heat and so fire doesn't have any any flickering like like we have with this modulated flickering that we have with the uh, 60 hertz right so it's it's and the reason that it's flickering is because it's running on that 60 hertz electricity so it's turning off and on 60 times per second got it And that's the reason the incandescent bulbs are typically better, is because that filament heats up and it doesn't cool down fast enough to turn completely off. And so there's a little bit of a glow and and not as much of a flicker. And then if we can run things off of batteries or these special LED lights, that technology makes it so there's no flicker. All the gaps are filled with a constant current, constant voltage.
0: And then there's an issue with not being full spectrum as well with a lot of the new lights, halogens, LEDs. incandescents are more full-spectrum.
1: That's right. That's exactly right. So that's all right. (laughs) Yeah, so that's the other thing that we're looking at and that's why we found a combination of the of the incandescent bulbs with some of these constant current LEDs is, is the best combination for for human health in people's homes. And we've been using a lot of the sauna space bulbs. We'll recommend those Mm-hmm. In uh, in rooms, so like they have this photon light, this little portable, uh, yeah. 250 watt light, and they use it for near infrared therapy and photobiomodulation. But you put that in a room that has a bunch of LEDs, and it it typically drowns out a lot of the flicker from all the LEDs or fluorescent bulbs that you have. And then it also provides a lot of the missing frequencies that you normally don't have in those. Oh, that's high that's a good high point. I, I have
0: with it. I have that light. You know, I mean, they're about 300 bucks. I mean, you can buy one of those. Um, bulbs and they're super bright. Well, the bulbs I'm sure you yeah. can buy cheaper. I, I have the whole thing, but um, yeah. Well,
1: they've got these new bulbs that are about twice as bright as any that you can get at the stores now the, the thermalite oh. bulbs. Oh. And so they, they have like more radiance, more therapy, therapeutic benefits as well. So I use those with my kids, especially in the wintertime before they go to bed to shine it on the back of their neck and mm-hmm. their head and to kind of get the circulation flowing for the lymphatic system at night. Um, so your brain can detox better and it helps to relax them and that sort of thing. But, um, but yeah, that's lighting is, is a huge issue and we're, we're kind of getting to the point where we have really good recommendations for that. But the rest of the stuff are like, you know, the rest of the types of EMF are things like the electricity and the walls and how, you know, if we just focus on the bedroom with most of the rest of the stressors that we find, then we find that people actually recover better. And uh and they're able to tolerate more of the EMF stress that we're exposed to during the daytime. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: no, so you come in, you evaluate the light, you evaluate all of the EMF sources, obviously the walls, the um their Wi-Fi, <clears throat> right? Mm-hmm. I mean, so you know, that's that's a an issue, right? I mean, fortunately my Wi-Fi is low here, but we turn it off every night. Um, and I'm plugged in here, right? So I mean these yep. are simple adjustments, but you have other big things that you do too as part of your solution. I mean, because a lot of people's exposures, as you said, are coming from outside in. So mm-hmm. you have like this shielding on windows and, you know, different paints. Talk about that because we've really never heard about those types of uh, solutions before.
1: Yeah. So what, what I do is, you know, when I first started out, I was working for this other company from Austria and they had this paint that they claimed was the best. And, and it, what it is, it's the shielding paint and it blocks the, you're, you're, re, you're creating a Faraday cage in your bedroom essentially. And what that does is it blocks out most of the wireless frequencies from outside. And then it's also grounded. And the grounding of this conductive paint also blocks the electric fields. It traps mm-hmm. them in the wall so they can't come in and come onto your body while you're sleeping. So the paint's really, a two-for-one, arguably three-for-one issue because you're also blocking the – when you block the electricity, you're also blocking the dirty electricity yeah. that's, that's in the walls. walls as well.
0: Right. So paint your bedroom. I mean, do they have normal colors? I mean, you know. <laughs> so. Yeah,
1: it's all black, just like your background there. And then you, you can paint over it. So you can – Okay. Make so the room look
0: regular paint. Okay.
1: Yeah, I mean this house, like right behind me here, I've got you know my my kitchens back here. This is all all been painted. I painted the ceiling, the the walls, you know, and then sometimes we'll even paint the floors. Or we have this fleece that we can put down as an underlayment underneath underneath flooring,
0: hmm. and
1: the goal is to just get down to where okay, what would if before electricity what would our readings have been? And that's our goal when we're So
0: after you painted your that whole room. Um, were you able to measurably see the difference? I mean,
1: oh yeah, it's, it's absolutely. incredible the, the huge difference that, that you see. And, and, uh, then, you know, you also need stuff over the windows. I don't have anything over this window over here mm-hmm. yet, but I've got the curtain rod in the closet over there and we're getting ready to, to do that. But, um, yeah, so there's, there's, uh, the paint. For the walls, there's special curtains with a special type of uh, shielding fabric that's got silver uh, infused with cotton. And we'll put that over the windows, and that blocks it from coming out. And then there's some people who don't want to paint, and uh, and and we provide our fabric t- for them to make an actual canopy over their bed. And then that canopy can be grounded as well, so you can still block the electricity from coming in, and then you're also blocking all the wireless from around. Mm. So
0: I I, I don't know if it's a cheaper solution. It's not, I mean, how much is the paint? Is it double regular paint?
1: Yeah. Well, the paint I first started out with was around $700 for 1.3 gallons. Now it's down to about $300 for the same amount. So you can get your bedroom like a typical 12 by 12 foot by eight foot tall ceiling bedroom. You can get that shielded for about 600 to 800 dollars yeah. plus the plus the fabric for the windows or doors or whatever you have so, <clears throat> right
0: and to put a, a Faraday cage basically net your bed so to speak and i'm sure you can make it look fancy for the ladies listening uh how much is that
1: yeah the fabric we sell is is about 133 dollars per yard and then it comes in like an eight foot two uh wide roll so it's actually a pretty wide roll like almost all the way to the ceiling and then you sell it by the yard like that so like for a typical queen bed you need about 13 yards king you need about 14. yeah uh, yeah.
0: yeah that's awesome so okay so then you come in you measure all these things because not everyone needs these things right so it's better to start with an evaluation and then totally. you basically figure out what somebody needs now i what, what do you charge to come in i mean you have five people that you go around the nation so and you're going to provide your service we'll, <clears throat> we'll add the link here um but just give us an idea um, of what something like that would run
1: yeah so we we charge we have a base price and then we charge per bedroom because when we do the bedrooms we're really focusing in on that and building a custom protocol for the bedroom it takes a long time to evaluate each bedroom yeah. in a house and then so the base price is around a thousand dollars for a house that includes two bedrooms. Studio, we go down $100 less than that. But uh, the typical house is up to 2,500 square feet, $1,000, then you add $100 per bedroom Mm -hmm. uh, beyond that. And then we also have had to add $100 per extra 1,000 square feet. Because I've done a few really large houses that I was only charging bedrooms for, and it took me like six hours to go through this like 5,000 square foot house. So I was like, maybe I should start charging for
0: extra square footage
1: too.
0: (laughs) I I have to say though, that's pretty, I think that's really reasonable, you know, because you're, you know, obviously coming, you know, flying in and doing this and spending time in the home. And I I know what these things take for me. Uh, I think it's well worth it because, uh, it's, this is a knowledge that's taken you years to acquire. Oh yeah. average person's not going to be able to do that. And ultimately, what are you paying for? You're paying for your health and to protect you and your family and you're getting your health back. I can tell you that it's very difficult to get people's health back when they have this massive EMF source as part of the hidden problem.
1: Yeah. Big issue. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've had people who the night after they've shielded their, their room and put in the solutions that we recommend. Um, one woman just a few weeks ago, um, she was a colleague of mine and she like, couldn't sleep the first few nights. The first two nights, she said, I just couldn't sleep. And then I started to think about some of my symptoms, and they were all hyperthyroid symptoms. And she's like, Why is this going on? I have hypothyroidism, and now I have hyperthyroidism. What the heck is going on? And then she thinks about it, Well, I'm still on my thyroid glandular. So she cut that out, and everything went down to normal. And wow. she wow. got the best sleep of her life. So within yeah. one night, her body was already like, Okay, I don't need this thyroid. Medication anymore. I don't need to be ramping up my metabolism to deal with these these stressors anymore because the stressors are gone and we can actually fix these issues now. Wow. So it's just like this innate intelligence of the body. It's when you shield a room, you're awakening all these dormant healing responses in the body, and it's allowing the person's body to do what it's meant to do at night, which is heal and, and detox and you know drain all those all the different uh, organs with the lymph, through the lymphatic system. It's incredible what happens when, you know, that's the ideal healing time is at night when we're sleeping and we work so hard putting things into our body to help us during the day. But really at night is when all the repair is happening. Yeah. Yeah, That's right.
0: If you just get your bedroom, right? My gosh, your life will change. Yeah. I mean, this is so between the light and the electromagnetic fields. My gosh, it's, it's really, it's unbelievable. You know, the, the amount of stress that we're under and then you add, that someone has silver fillings in their mouth, infections in their jaw, and, you know, maybe a mold situation. Forget it.
1: You yeah. know? it's like yeah.
0: you know, and then they're just taking a bunch of medications and supplements, trying to chase it. You know, uh, impossible unless you get to the cause. That's my message always.
1: Yep. Yeah. It's you know, when I first started doing this, it, it was one of those things where I, you know, I took some continuing education with Dr. Klinghart. He was the the guy that really inspired me to get into this field. And now I'm actually working with him and his his patients to do it right because they've, you know, there's a lot of people out there that do these types of assessments, but their recommendations aren't from a health perspective or a health practitioner perspective. And so it's not like treating it like, okay, let's rule out all of these so we can move on to the next step, the next level of healing for you. And so, you know, that's what we do automatically with people. We're not just trying to get rid of the ringing in the ears or get you off your thyroid medication. It's about actually seeing those steps uh, yeah. you know, of progress uh, in, the, in the person's health. So we always follow up with people. We do a free retest after the solutions are in place when we're, when we're back in the area. So we want to make sure that everything's working the way that it should so you can see the results. Yeah, that's awesome.
0: Yeah, that, that's great, and that speaks for itself. Well, okay, the, the, this is a, a, a big question here. Um, I know I'm interested in and probably so many people watching, you know, and the 5G. And, and you know, what, what is it? You know, when are we going to be affected by it? Um, and how do we mitigate it?
1: <laughs> yeah, well, it's interesting because a lot of people, when we talk about 5G, they, they're mainly talking about the millimeter waves that are like the new spectrum uh, of frequencies, the higher frequencies and like 30 gigahertz and above are, you know, that are beaming and they're, they're more, uh, the, the, the beams are closer together. The frequencies are, are a lot closer together. So it's really resonates more on a cellular level. Um, but my feeling on, on the whole 5g issue is that we already had, a horrible situation with 4g and 3g and all the frequencies that were exposed to then and those frequencies were all the way up to 24 gigahertz so we're upping it by about 6 more gigahertz plus there's there's others that are you know other frequencies that are on the horizon that are even higher and i'd like to help people to back away from that and say you know it's not necessarily about the frequency it's about the amount of exposure and with 5g it's it's not the higher frequencies that are concerning me as much as the saturation in the lower frequencies because 5G is going to continue to deploy more 4G antennas and and a little bit higher frequency, like 3.5 gigahertz, five, six gigahertz. Those are the things that are going to be going on the, you know, on every block in the city and on your posts in your, in your neighborhood. And those are going to be blasting a lot closer to your house. Now, luckily we have the technology to block those frequencies and uh the millimeter wave frequencies we we actually um you know i've tested all of our shielding products up to that in a lab up to 40 gigahertz and they actually do really really well against those frequencies but i i bought a 5g meter uh last year and took it on a couple tours with me and measured in los angeles in austin texas and it was really hard to find anything. There was hardly any of the millimeter wave frequencies, but there was a lot more 4G antennas, a lot more of the saturation in, in the things that we can readily detect right now. And so, so, I mean, they're,
0: they're, they've launched the satellites for this 5G, but they send the signal down, but it's these local antennas that they're putting up everywhere that will conduct that, correct?
1: Yeah yeah that's what delivers it into your house. Yeah. And the reason they're using the lower frequencies is cuz they penetrate easier into the house than the higher higher frequency millimeter waves. That's why they have to have them up in the sky where there's no not as many obstructions. They're going to use them in stadiums and downtown areas and places where they can have actually send drones with with the with the millimeter waves blasting to people on on those. So uh-huh. so it's a it really had, like, even your walls have a huge effect on attenuating those millimeter waves. But the stuff that we're already exposed to and that we're going to be more saturated with with five G, that below six gigahertz, that is going to still be able to penetrate through yeah, walls so what you're unless you so shielded they,
0: them. They take the higher frequency. And then they target an antenna, convert it to a lower frequency that penetrates your house better. Is that the case?
1: Yeah, yeah. That's essentially what's what's happening. That's what they did with 4G too. They did that with the 23 gigahertz tower-to-tower transmissions pointed kind of like a laser beam at each other. And then from there, the information travels through like 900 to 1,900 megahertz, which is what your phone operates at.
0: So basically, like you said, we're going to have – Because of 5G, we're going to have more of the lower frequency that we're already exposed to. We're just going to have more of it.
1: More of it. And then uh, companies like T-Mobile has an even lower frequency, 600 megahertz, which uh, travels even further. A lot of your listeners might have heard the T-Mobile commercial. They're like, oh, yeah, it's on the 600 megahertz. We're all the way out in the middle of nowhere, and we still have a signal. So. So a lot of the rural areas are actually going to be getting more impacted by 5G as well because of networks like T-Mobile that are sending 600 megahertz, which travels a lot further than our current networks do. Um, there, so there's, you know, it's a mixed bag of things that are going on. It's not just one frequency that's that's the bad thing. It's it's that we really just have to, you know, I, I'm at the point now where I've traveled all around the country, done like 500 assessments in two years. and And I've seen things transitioning from 4G to 5G, and 4G is bad. 5G is just making everything more saturated. And so I haven't tested one house that doesn't need shielding.
0: Yeah, of course. I mean, we all need it. I know. And then you know, I mean, it's like there's. I mean, I tested a pair of uh, lamb's underwear, right? It's where you can actually wear clothing. I tested it just with the the technology I had. It was about 50% protection. I mean, it didn't shield it all out, yeah. but I mean, 50%, that's it's a lot, right? I mean, even if my testing is accurate.
1: Yeah, any amount of reduction that you can get in any type of the EMF is is worth it, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, we need to make more clothes. I mean, you know, the lines that are coming out with, hey, we have EMF, uh, yeah listen, we would have never thought that we would see gMO free on things you know ten years ago right
1: it's <laughs> right like,
0: so who knows maybe like your average clothing line will have you know your uh, g r uh, your frequency protectors right so
1: who knows? yeah they, it could be i'm I've actually just kind of come on the bandwagon with the shielded clothing now because for a while it seemed to me that it was acting as an antenna onto the body and making you more conductive and uh but you know, as I, I ordered some for myself and I've been testing it for a few weeks now, and I feel like, you know what, the body, the conductance of the body is really only so much that, like, when I measure my body as an antenna, it really is only measuring this part of my body. Mm-hmm. And so, if I took the antenna covered with a the, with the shield, then it makes sense that that's going to be a lot lower uh, reading. On your body, and it's not going into your organs and things like that, too.
0: Exactly. Yeah. That's that's the point. So when I fly now, I put on my lamb's underwear to protect uh, protect the boys. You know. You (laughs) know. There you (laughs) go. They're very sensitive. So yeah. No. This is. uh, I'm telling you, you're offering a great service, and I I think um, you know most people uh, watching this, uh, they need your service. Everybody arguably needs your service. I, I don't know where you live, but I live in probably a better place than most, and Yeah, but when you're in Utah, I want you out here, man. I I want you to measure my home.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely will. Um, One of the things that anybody can do right away, um, we haven't talked about the daytime strategies, which is something that that I like to talk about a little bit, like, you know, with your normal habits and usage of your phone and your Wi-Fi router and, and those sorts of things. But then also like the electricity in your home, there's this phenomenon called dirty electricity that gets thrown around a lot. But uh, essentially what it is, is thousands of these higher frequency wireless transmissions that are riding on the electrical lines of your house. And that can be caused by solar panels, fluorescent bulbs. Um, I have this little flashlight charger that we found on an assessment and just plugging that into the wall. Produces as much dirty electricity as a whole solar panel system.
0: Yeah, well, my, my TVs produce a lot because the outlets that I've tested in my house just, you know, go crazy. Yeah, the TVs.
1: Yeah. So we have this whole house filtration system that we recommend called the Super Power Perfect Box. And that's installed right at the breaker panel. Mm. And, and it filters out the dirty electricity coming into the house. Oh, yeah. So it it'll reduce your your dirty electricity by anywhere from you know fifty percent to all, all the way. It kind of depends on the situation. But, do you
0: sell those, Brian?
1: Yeah, yeah. We have them on the website.
0: Yeah. So
1: how much are they? Those are about fifteen hundred dollars retail. And then whenever we do an assessment for somebody, we give a ten percent discount on all of the products that's that we rare. recommend. Yeah, so, that's awesome, man. That,
0: that's something people can do right away. To your point, yeah, yep. Because that's a big deal. I mean, I I put these green waves in, but they're, it's a pain. You know, I pro you know they're all over the house. I've already spent three hundred dollars on them, more.
1: Yeah, yeah. Some people need as many as twenty or forty or or more of those pl- little plug-in filters. But this this box is since it's installed at the breaker panel, it's filtering everything before it gets to the other circuits in your house. So. But the plug-ins, it, it's dirty all the way to the plug. Yeah. And then you filter it, and then then it then it helps in, in spot areas. But this is filtering everything right at the box, and then wherever you have dirty electricity in the house, will you know we recommend to do the plug-ins in those areas and everything. So. Yeah. Um, yeah,
0: that's that's great. No, that's that's a great tip. Um, any other tips that you'll give our uh, our viewers that they should do right away?
1: yeah so with the cell phone, never keep that thing on your body yeah you know? I never do yeah. yeah yeah this and and one thing that's that's really good is to uh put the cellular data off because that makes it so your apps aren't constantly updating all the time mm. and pinging the tower. Um, a lot of people will still want to be able to receive text messages and phone calls. You can still do that if your cellular data's off, mm. and it's not going to ping the tower near as much but okay. Uh, you know, the number one thing is keep that thing on airplane mode unless you absolutely need to use it or you need to be available. Um, that's better than any airplane modes, better than any shielded pouch or anything that you can get um, any protection type of thing that you can put on your phone, whatever. Just turn that thing on airplane mode as much as possible. And then when you're turning it off from airplane mode, set it down first and then press it and then step back. because. <laughs> It reaches yeah yeah it'll 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 ping really strong like when you first turn it back on from uh, airplane mode. a lot of people don't realize that, but you know they just turn it on airplane mode and then they have it right at their face and they're yeah. going like crazy. I always set mine down and then and I know this because i 'm measuring these things all the time, you know, yeah. but set your phone down, turn it off airplane mode, walk away, wait for all the dinging and, and all the updates to happen, all your text yeah. messages and everything, and then. Go and check everything after yeah, that. Wow.
0: Good, great advice. What a great show, uh, Brian. And we're going to put your link down here below. And I, I know you offered uh, something for our viewers. That's great. And um, really appreciate that. And I, I think you're going to have many, many, many people take advantage of it. Uh, they're crazy if they don't. So that's, uh, that's awesome. What a service, Brian. I, I tell you what, it, this was uh, um, a, a brilliant business. Because when you have something that people need, something that people want um, is great. But when you have something that people absolutely need, it affects their health and solves a problem, man. That's that's amazing. So good for you.
1: Yeah, yeah. We really, you know, I, I really want to help people to actually have these solutions so that they don't have to freaking worry about it all the time. Cause yeah. there's so many people stress out about EMF issues that the stress is almost worse than the EMF itself in, in many cases. And yeah. so if you can just fix this problem in your bedroom, in, in your whole house, make your house a sanctuary, especially your bedroom, then you have eight hours of healing therapy that you have every single night. And you don't have to even think about it. You just wow. put your children in, in the bedroom. They're they're good. They have that healing therapy every single night. Same wow. thing for yourself.
0: It's huge. I mean, just the cellular You know, stress that it's putting on us. And, you know, and like you said, at night, that's when you drain your detox. I talk a lot about detox on this show, and your lymphatics drain at night and they drain your brain. Uh, But with that stress, it doesn't. So, huge, big, big thing here. So, thank you, Brian, for your brilliance and knowledge, and thank you for your service, no doubt. So, um, hopefully, you're going to get a lot of calls. So, appreciate it.
1: Cool. Thank you for having me on. Yep. Well, that's it for this week. I hope you enjoyed today's episode, which was brought to you by Fastonic Molecular Hydrogen. Please check it out at GetFastonic.com. We'll be back next week and every Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern. We truly appreciate your support. You can always find us at CellularHealing.tv. And please remember to spread the love by liking, subscribing, giving an iTunes review, or sharing the show with anyone who may benefit from the information heard here.